final segment of the fish cast a little bit of a little bit of rapid fire a little bit of quick stuff we talked about some we just we know a little bit about the, some hirings and firings in the last segment umass fires walt bell uh he was two and 23 we talked about how horrible of a program umass is they should go to one double a He's fired after losing to Rhode Island, which should frankly be one of their big rivalries. They yeah. lost to Rhode Island? They lost by 13 to Rhode Island. God. <laughs> I mean, like, I didn't know that. I don't follow them. I mean, like, you lost to Rhode Island. I didn't even know Rhode Is Rizzy's not even at Rhode Island anymore. What Wasn't he? Was it Rizzy at Rhode Island, Dima? He was an all-American tight end there, baby. Oh, my God. Jesus. Lose it. Like, Walt Bell shouldn't even have got fired. He should have just handed the keys in after he left the stadium and said, hey, I'm firing myself. I mean, Rhode Island. <laughs> Rhode Island. Oh, my God. I didn't even know they had I, – I thought if you said in hockey, one thing, man, but football they lost to. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and, uh, and here's a funny thing. So Walt Bell had two victories during a stretch there, and it was against uh, UConn this year. Mm-hmm. They beat UConn. And, uh, and Akron. And oddly enough, Akron fires their coach, Tom Arth. Now, these are all bad programs, but Akron, am I, Akron used to be okay at one point. What's, what's crazy about Akron is they have their facilities are actually really not. Listen, if you could win at Kent State, which is down the street, if you could win at Kent State, you should be able to win at Akron. Like Kent State, the coach there should have a statue in front of his school. Like Sean Lewis <laughs> should, Sean Lewis is going to be one of the hottest commodities this offseason because the guy keeps winning at Kent State. Akron should win. I mean, people tell you it's not like there's their facilities are pretty nice. They they're, they're in a conference that you could have a lot of success and be a head coach. Yeah. I mean, this guy, I think won like one game in four years. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, look, look at all the successful coaches that came out of the Mac that are coaching. It's fucking coaches out of the American. It's just, it's just plucking coaches out of the Mac. It's, it's not, it's uh, if you go look at the history of the Mac, all right. It's probably as good of any conference for hiring college coaches. These guys are all football guys. Just they're all young. A lot of them come from Youngstown, Ohio. It's just it, Mac has produced a ton of college football head coaches. It's just truly, I mean, you know, Saban came from Toledo. These guys have had, you know, Matt Campbell was a Toledo guy. Um, you look at the success. I mean, and PJ was at uh, Western Michigan. A lot of these guys, Coach Clawson? Yeah, Coach Clawson. One of the coaches we're going to get on the podcast yeah. at some time is Coach Creighton um, at Eastern Michigan. He's done a phenomenal job. Eastern yeah. Michigan was terrible. It was I, Brian Kelly. They were, he was Eastern Michigan or Central Michigan. Yeah, right? he was. A, yeah, and then, you know, I mean, you've had guys do do very well in that conference. So Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I feel like Akron is a place where you can win at. Like, we do Mass and UConn. We pretty much, I mean, UConn, we're kind of lost. We know you can't win at. UConn, I think we think the facilities are nice, so maybe, but Akron, I think, is a place you can win at, right? Yes, I definitely. Okay. All right, going into the selection committee this week, uh, top five, we got Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, Ohio State, Cincinnati on the outside looking in. Are we good with those four? We'll start with that top five. Yeah, I don't really get too concerned with it. You know, you could question why he did this and why they did that in the top six, but the bottom line is all going to work itself out by the last week because 
Ohio State still got to play the Michigans of the world and, and Georgia and Alabama still got to play and Oklahoma could sneak up there at the end if they stay undefeated. So a lot of things will work itself out. I don't get too concerned with it. The Dima, the question I have for you two guys is you look at this, Alabama and Ohio State have shown some vulnerabilities that they haven't had in years past. Will this be the year that there's a two-loss team? Say Cincinnati somehow loses between now and the end of the season. Maybe they lose in the conference championship. I think Cincinnati's eliminated with one loss. Will one of these two-loss teams have a shot this year? I think yes. I think yes. there's a very I, I good point. I don't think so. I don't. And I mean, I was, it was, I was, you know, covering hockey last night, which is what I do sometimes, and uh, I was having an argument with the guy from AP, like, oh, they'll take a two-loss Alabama team. I'm like, well, they didn't do it two years ago, you know, when they had the opportunity. All right, but you say, uh, say, uh, say, since let's hypothetically. Go into this. Cincinnati loses a game. Okay. Ohio State, Oregon, and Alabama all lose. And now they're all sitting at nine and two. Well, or, uh, that means Ohio State would have lost to Michigan State or Michigan, which means they're going to bump those two are going to bump ahead of them because they're going to be one loss teams. Right. That means if Alabama, if Alabama can get to the title game and just lose to Georgia and it'd be a very, very, very close game, right? You could see that. But, you know, you've got an undefeated Oklahoma sitting at eight. Now, they're sitting low because they're being punished for that Kansas game. Right. But if they win out, they're going to jump ahead of those teams. They're still Oklahoma. Right. So, I don't I don't think so. I just don't – the math just doesn't play out right this year without a lot of – without a lot more teams getting upset. You right. know, because if you look at – if you look at your next – if you look at your next uh, five – Michigan, Michigan State, both are going to play to Ohio State. So if Ohio State's going to lose, it's going to be to one of those schools. Right. Oklahoma's undefeated. Notre Dame can probably finish the season 11-1. and one. Oklahoma State's going to play Oklahoma. So that's going to give Oklahoma that win that they need to take the taste out of that, out of, out of the out of the Kansas loss. Or Oklahoma State's going to beat them, and they might fault up quite a bit. So, like, anything in that top, it's just – the math just doesn't work. The math doesn't work out for Ohio State. For Alabama, some things need that. I mean, again, if once they get the two losses, if they have the same record as Texas A&M, A&M's already beat them. Yeah. So they, Alabama can't lose anymore during the so, regular so you're, season. All right, Alabama loses to Georgia in a close game. Close, Te close, close game. We're talking all right, overtime. All right, overtime. Texas yeah. A&M Texas A&M and them are sitting there together. Um, the resumes – Texas A&M beat them in on the field. Do you believe, since Texas A&M didn't make the conference championship, that they would take Alabama or Texas A&M? I think they would end up taking Alabama in that case. Um, and it's such a weird thing because this, it's, this is the worst way to decide a play because literally we're going off of opinion of like 12 people. Like this is a totally an opinion subjective thing there's nothing remotely objective about i mean taking the college football playoff Corey, i know it sounds crazy and demo was part of this i believe at florida he may have been or not, may not have been the year that florida state played tennessee in the yeah, national uh, that yeah. played tennessee in the national championship the final weekend in college yeah, they football, needed a lot of they that, needed a lot they needed miami to beat they needed miami to miami to beat ucla which they did, and, and they, they beat them. Kansas State. Yeah. And they almost got the trifecta, I think, 
uh, Ohio State or somebody almost lost in that final. Tennessee like, almost lost to uh, yeah, te- uh, Mississippi State, I think. They right. Were playing that weekend. that was a yeah. crazy weekend. You yeah. really played so, so Miami like, at the end of the year. So that's what I'm saying. Can something just – can? I'm, this is a year of college a football. A lot of crazy stuff can happen. Absolutely. It still can. There's like four or five weeks left. There's yeah. nothing – you know, so that's yeah. why I'm saying can a two loss – I'm not saying right now. It's, yeah, a lot of things would have to happen. Yeah. But it's not out of the realm. It's not out of the realm. I just don't think the math adds up this year for anybody potentially outside of Alabama, just because if Ohio State's going to lose, they're going to lose either the sixth team on here, which is Michigan, or the seventh team, which is Michigan State, and they're going to vault ahead of them. And mm-hmm. Ohio State's not going to Ohio State's not going to get into the um, – they wouldn't be able to get into their conference championship game, which will leave them on the outside looking at. And I think – I guess I could go down as, let's see, AM's at 11, Wake Forest is at 12, Baylor is at 13. I guess you can legitimately say that we're at, we're about 12, 13 teams that could make it. Baylor's at seven and two. They, they need some things to happen. Wake Forest is at eight and one. That was not a great loss this past week, but it wasn't even a conference loss. So it doesn't even, Mess with them in that sense. Yeah, it was a conference loss. No, it wasn't. That's not. That was a non-conference game they played. UNC is a non-conference. Yes, they 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 signed a two-year deal to play non-conference games from last year and this year. That was a non-conference. Excuse me. This year, next year, basically, it was just the idea that they were in-state rivals. Was good for the budget, but it was a non-conference game. So a lot. Hmm. So Wake Forest is still undefeated in their conference. So they're still. They still got a beeline to their conference championship. Getting to the conference championship is going to mean a lot more this year than it has in the past. Oh yeah, uh, no, no doubt. Yeah, I think so, Corey. There's the no conference point. championship is where they're going to they're going to put a lot of emphasis on that. Yeah. You know, and that's why I think Cincinnati's on the outs. You know, if Oklahoma can stay undefeated, they're in. The big thing is going to happen. What's going to happen to Oregon? That's what I like to know. You know, they as long as Oregon keeps winning, I think they're if, good. If, yeah. or, if Oregon wins and they win their conference championship, they're in. They're in. Yes, there's no question about yes. it because the win against Ohio State is the best win uh, this yeah. year for any team. I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be it's going to be a top five win. So, I mean. see, Penn State plays Michigan this week, I think. Okay, yeah. and and I think Harbaugh's got to beat Mich- Penn State. He's got to beat Ohio State. And I think he keeps his job. That's just what I'm hearing. My opinion, maybe it's already Eston Stone. Who knows? But if he don't beat Penn State, he don't beat Mich- uh, Ohio State. God damn, dude's got to go eleven and one to keep his job. That's crazy. That's, that's, that's crazy. We're, talking, we're, sitting there, we're sitting there arguing, you know, hour ago about whether Scott Frost, who's fifteen yep. and twenty-seven, have a fifth year. It's like you better go eleven and one to keep your job. Nebraska's like three and nine, whatever. We're we're good with that. I I think I definitely think he has to beat Ohio State. Like if he loses yes. to Ohio State and Michigan, no. But listen, if he goes nine and three, and the next two losses are to Penn State. And he loses to Michigan, uh, Ohio State. He's, Ohio State. I, I, I think he's done. I really do. Yep. He might just leave on his own, but he's done. Yeah. yeah. I think they beat Penn State this weekend. So I think that point is moot. Uh, I think James Franklin's got one foot out of the door at Penn oh. State for a while. I think, I think he's going to USC. My I God. do too. I think, I think he would literally go to USC as the OC just to get a Penn State, to be honest with you at this point. <laughs> um, all right. Well, guys. We've come to another end of another exciting fish cast. Uh, any final thoughts? Uh, 
Fish, what do you got? You got you got playoffs this weekend. I got a birthday and a wedding to officiate, but you got playoffs. What, what, yeah. what is this? Is there something that excites you about the Florida high school playoffs this year, other than the finals being ten minutes from your home? No, nah, I mean, I always look. You know, I always like to see new teams in the finals. Um, you know, I know that Demo has a friend at Western. Um, we got good friends at Western. I think Western has a very good shot. And, and what's crazy is it's probably going to come down to Western and Palmetto um, again. Wow. And Palmetto has a shot. I mean, I watched Palmetto last week. They beat Miami Edison. Um, they don't have the players. They ha- they're, they have one thing Palmetto has this year. They have three kids on offense that can flat out run. I mean, they have three kids. Well, they Where have were a kid- those kids last year? I, they were there. They just, they were hidden behind the other guys. Um, they did bring hey, in tell one. You one thing, Fish. It ain't going to be a 90 to nothing game. That's for sure. No, no, there's no, this, <laughs> but you know, Western, what's crazy. I watched Western too. I I've talked, we talked about this. 8A is wide open. Those teams don't have to play central. They don't have to play Northwestern. They don't, you know, Columbus is sitting there, I think at like six and uh, what, like five and five, but uh, it doesn't matter now. Their record doesn't matter. They're in yeah, 8A playoffs. And we've seen it before. These teams in 8A, anybody can win at that level. Um, Chris, where's St. Thomas? What, what, what are they in? They're 7A. 7A. They've always been 7A. So that everybody avoids them. Like, except like plant. I, I keep telling Steve Davis, you need to move to 8A if you want a shot. Like, stop. Don't worry about St. Thomas anymore. Just move up to 8A and you'll yeah. have a shot. Fudge your enrollment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm going to up here in New Jersey. They fudge their enrollment. <laughs> All I'm going to say is that uh, my my alma mater, Lake Gibson, back in the playoffs, they get to play Lakeland. They beat them once this year. They'll beat them a second time. You see, Lakeland has those L's on both sides of the helmet. So, Lake Gibson is just going to be fulfilling their destiny, basically, by giving them two L's this year. Hey, Corey, uh, Corey, what's up? I will tell you this, and I told you before the season, Dillard is a dark horse in 7A and, and, to, beat, to, think- beat, to beat <laughs> – as good beat, as they are <laughs> to beat Saint. Hey, they almost beat them in the yeah. first game. All they right, did. they have a shot. It's listen to beat Saint Thomas. You got to believe you could beat them. They took the lead early in that game. You never know. This Diller team is a sleeper in seven A. I told you before the year they are loaded with talent. Remember, we watched their film. We watched, they had a couple of kids uh, that were good that uh, committed places. Right? Yeah, they they look like grown men up front. If they get by Saint Thomas. They could be sitting in Lockhart Stadium, which used to be their home. Wow. And and, and play in front of their own crowd and play them. It's not out of the realm. That wow. That would, the be, real... that would be so amazing for that community. It really oh, it, it would. That would be amazing. Oh, I see uh, why Corey was saying that now. So all the games are at Lockhart, right down the street from yeah. Fish. Yeah, yeah. Wow. it's not even ten yeah. minutes from So you're gonna you're gonna have to come down here. Demo. I'm coming down, yeah, Dima. You better bring Dima, come down, down in here. December. Be... They uh, five. Listen, four a. 5A, 6A, 7A, and 8A, 8A are all down. You I may love have, that football. You may have to come down. I might have to come down because I'm going to watch some youth football up here this weekend because there's some pretty good youth football up here. But as far as that, I'm going down there to watch that Lockhart Stadium. Wow, I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah, okay. yeah it's it's a good time. It's a good time. Uh, my dad turned 80 this past weekend. Happy oh, birthday, my. Dad. I turned 45 on Friday. <laughs> I am officiating the Goldstein Ehrlichman wedding on Saturday. Shockingly, they're Jewish. 
So yeah. uh, I'm officiating. Uh, that's my birthday present. I'm officiating a Jewish wedding. Very excited. This is, <laughs> this is gonna check off so many bucket lists. Of, this is gonna check off pretty much every bucket list item I had left. <laughs> oh, you're funny, Corey, man. Hey, so, yeah, you have to have us on your side just in case, man. Absolutely, hey, absolutely. I don't always need an accountant. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you ever I, I don't think you ever did the uh, you're when you talk to Justin, you may have to do the final um uh, you can follow us on the, all these networks. All right. So I don't, yeah, think no, do. I do it now. I mean, okay. Yeah, I guess we're, yeah, we're, well, done. we're, I'm still recording us. So yeah, we're still that. recording. I can do it now. Yeah. yeah. By yeah. the way, we're just, we're just so, we're so spitballing this final segment. We thought it was done. You can find the fish cast on Twitter on the fish podcast. We're available. Uh, you can listen to fish podcast on Apple podcast, Google, um, iHeartRadio. Uh, Spotify, um, anybody else really that's out. I saw like, I saw someone listening on Roku. I don't know how you can find the Roku. I thought Roku was a streaming network, but what you can find it there too, apparently. So with that being said, any final, uh, any final words, gentlemen? No, I'm good to go, man. So yes, our producer is Justin Otto. Hopefully he has woken up. It is 1120 <laughs> in the morning. So hopefully he's awake by now. Yeah, no, I don't think so. A long night of Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> a long night of playing Fortnite with Justin <laughs> Otto. Listen, if he could get paid for that, he'd be a millionaire. Trust me. We gotta, get him, a we gotta get him a Twitch channel. He can't make a little bit of money off that. If he can, you know, people actually watch you play video games. You get paid. Like they literally watch you play video games. It's a TV thing now. Trust me, I watched them and I didn't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> you watched him. You felt like you needed to get paid for watching him. Oh, man. I'll stop. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the Fish Cast. And good. Have a wonderful week. Stay tuned. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.